What it do, shorty? I am back with another episode twice in one month. Like, don't play with it. Who am I for real? Um, after recording my last episode, which very quickly, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened, reached out, listened multiple times. Um, that one was really special to me. It was six months since I've recorded. I always get really good feedback from my episodes, but this one just really meant a lot to me because it's been a lot um, of change. And it had been a while since I put out an episode and I just didn't expect it to receive like all the love that it did. So I just want to say thank you guys to everyone who's listened, everyone who's planned on listening um, and everyone who's here now. What the fuck is up? No, I'm just kidding. That was really aggressive. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, I actually recorded that episode and then listened back to it. Uh, so I don't. Fun fact about me and my my episodes. I do not record and then run through it, make any edits like I straight up recorded that. And then uploaded it and then went upstairs and listened to it. And I was like, okay, this is cool. And just like went to bed. That's really all I do. I don't ever really make any edits. And um, that's just the vibe. So, whew, before I lose my train of thought. Sorry, that was probably really loud. I just want to say thank you again to everyone who listened and everyone who's here joining me now. Welcome. We're back with another episode twice in one month. I'm on a fucking roll, babes. I'm kind of killing it right now. <laughs> But honestly, like, not even trying to be funny, after I recorded that episode, I sat with myself and really had a conversation with myself because I felt so good after recording and there's no reason why I can't, I'm not saying I can do it every day, but there's no reason why I should be putting out a podcast like once a month. That's kind of sick. I can definitely do more. Okay, and please don't hold me to that. I'm not going to be a, hey, clock in every Wednesday and Sunday for a new episode. I'm definitely not going to be doing that as of right now, but I want that to be a goal for myself that I want to be able to obtain. But I still, like I always say, want my podcast to be organic and I don't sit down and say, okay, today I'm going to talk about this. It really is things that come to me sporadically or things that I'm going through or things that you guys ask me to speak about. So... Yeah, I don't like to plan things out because then I just feel like it's not organic and it's not good when it comes from me. So I'm back today with another episode because I did get some questions and some feedback on some things that some people wanted to talk about, but it's also things I wanted to talk about. And it's two of the biggest questions that I always get, which is my fitness journey and how it started. And so I think that's a really good thing for me to talk about. I know I've talked about it before, but just... I'm not really think like if you go back and you listen to my old podcast, super fire, super cool. Thank you so much. If you've already done that, super fire. But because it's taken me so long to record, I kind of just like and I know that I have new friends and new people listening. I don't think it hurts to touch up on things. Also, I always feel as though I'm learning new things about myself and about my journey. So talking about it again, it's just from a different perspective. Um, so yeah, I always get a lot of questions on my fitness journey. And then I also get a lot of questions on my walk with God, how I started my walk with God, things that have helped me on my journey. And, um, yeah, so those are two things that I really wanted to talk about. But again, really quickly, I just want to say thank you to everyone who's tuned in to the last episode or any episodes at all. And, uh, welcome back to this episode of Sincerely Your Mental Health. So let's get into it. I had someone ask me the other day to talk about my fitness journey and how it has correlated with my mental health. So I started my fitness journey about, I want to say two years ago, like taking it serious two years ago, maybe almost three years ago. Um, I've talked about it before when I first started my fitness journey, I started seeing a personal trainer because it felt really necessary. I started 
working out with a trainer around 106 pounds. Shout out to Sean. He was really the base and the foundation of me getting into working out because I needed someone to be holding me accountable. I really needed something to like look forward to and show up. And I was just in such a horrible mental space that looking forward to going to a trainer and having someone push me was really beneficial. So I was with Sean for, I want to say about six, seven months. And then I decided at a certain point that I needed to have the discipline and the motivation and the initiative to start going to the gym by myself. Um, but I was not confident in it. So I was a whopping 106 pounds. And when I tell you this, I don't say this lightly and I don't say it for any other reason besides the fact that it's the truth. I hated myself. I absolutely hated myself. My mental health showed through every aspect of my, my being, like from my head to my toes, through my hair, my skin, my body, the way that I talked about myself. I did not like the way that I looked. I didn't look the way that I felt. And... I just really wanted to change that, but I was not confident going to the gym because I was so small. So when I was training with Sean, he was training privately like at his house. And so I wasn't ever around anybody. It was usually just me unless I brought friends with me. And then when I started working out by myself, I started working out at my dad's house. So my dad lived on a ranch, lives on a ranch, and he bought a bunch of workout equipment that he had in his garage. And so that's honestly where my fitness journey really began. And it's crazy because I actually look back at old videos of myself and I was so tiny, babes. I was so small. I was so small. I actually cringe now looking back at it because I'm like, I cannot believe that I looked like that. And I don't want to bash that old version of myself. I really want to give her a lot of compassion because she had no idea what was possible. And looking back, it really was all mentally what I was going through was just reflecting in my body. I was not eating correctly. I was hardly eating at all, to be honest with you. I wasn't really working out. I wasn't really pushing myself. So yeah. So I worked out in my dad's garage for a few months until I felt comfortable getting a gym membership. Um, And from there, I started going to a gym in San Antonio called Power Master Fitness. It was a new gym that had just opened up. So there was not a lot of people going there, which I really liked because I didn't have to be around a bunch of people. And that's where I started to crank it up a notch. Okay, this is where I started doing like squatting for real. Honestly, I'm literally thinking about like back to my videos and oh my God, I'm literally cringing like... (laughs) (laughs) my outfits my fucking workouts like all of it was so cringe so 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 cringe but we all start somewhere um and actually thinking back to a video i have of myself doing 25s on the hacky which is so crazy because i got to a point in my fitness journey where i was doing like i'm like i'm not there anymore because i definitely lost a lot of my strength but i went up to like doing like four almost five plates and i always would think back to that video which is so crazy um when I started going to Power Master Fitness, though, this is when I started working on my upper body, which was something that I was always super insecure with my whole life because I played sports my whole life and I've always had an athletic build, but I always felt as though if I worked out my upper body, I would look manly. And that was one of my really big fears. So that was something that I avoided for a long time. I was literally only doing legs because, of course, just like anyone else, I wanted a fat ass butt. Um, but quickly I learned that in order to transform my body and really feel good about myself, I needed to let go of the idea that I was going to look like a grown ass man and start doing upper body. And so I started implementing that at this gym and it felt really good. It quickly became 
top tier over it, it still is like I absolutely love back day um shoulders like upper body day has completely taken over the aspect of my fitness journey but anyways that was a really big step in that gym for me and then from Powermaster Fitness, I started working out at LA. Now, at this point, I was a lot more comfortable in my journey. Not exactly, but I was more comfortable going to a commercial gym. Um, so I started working out at LA Fitness, and that is where my mic'd up journey started. But before I get into that, LA Fitness was my, I'm squatting, I'm deadlifting, I'm really eating at this point, okay? Like, I was really eating. And I was recording my content and just my whole entire journey. Um, And I was having a lot of fun with it. Then I would be in the gym and realizing, like, I'm talking to myself. I'm still a little uncomfortable in here. I'm a little awkward. So I decided that I was going to start doing my mic'd up videos. And then from there, everything just kind of, like, escalated. But that's just kind of like a a rundown on my, like, how everything started. But getting into the gym was a whole mental thing for me because I wanted to... One, I wanted to look different, but I never understood what it was going to do for me mentally. So I can't even say that I went into it wanting it to be about my mental health, but it quickly became about that. The gym genuinely became a place where not did I only get stronger physically, but I was able to push myself to my limits and started to love it so much and just showing myself what I can do. And I loved getting stronger. I loved the way that my body was transformed. Like once you get into that bag where your body really starts to change, there's no going back from there. There's there's absolutely no going back from there. I really hit a, a, a point where I was growing. I my body had never looked at the way that I was looking. I was like super hungry because I was working out so much that my appetite was better. I was eating better. I was meal prepping all of this stuff. Um, and yeah, I just really fell in love with the gym. Uh, eventually I stopped going to LA fitness and I started working out. I actually got kicked out of LA fitness. Shout out to LA fitness. Um, (laughs) got kicked out and I had to go to a new gym. So I started going to Davies Boxing and Fitness, which essentially once I started going there, I never stopped. And I was a part of the gym for almost two years. Shout out to Davies. Um, this gym really changed the aspect of everything when it came down to my content, when it came down to my mic'd up videos, I just think it's amazing how God works because literally the day that I got kicked out of LA fitness, <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that. I went to Davies and I remember going there and it was, there was nobody there. I was able to do like a really good, like one of my first, my best, probably mic'd up videos. Um, and I just really fell in love with the aspect of the gym because it was it was a boxing gym. So rarely was there anyone there working out. Rarely was it busy. And I just became super, super comfortable there. And by the time that I left San Antonio, it really was like family to me. So, yeah, that was just that's just like a brief rundown on kind of like how my fitness journey went. But the main question about it was how it helped my mental health. Um, and so I think there's a lot of aspects aspects to that. One, I completely taught myself how that I didn't need someone in the gym pushing me to go for another rep or to continue my workout. I just needed myself. It really taught me how to put to put to push myself um, and really to my limits. Like when I tell people and when I say it and I don't know if it always reflects in my videos, but when I go to the gym and I am working out one, I'm locked in two. I really be doing shit till it hurts. And one of my favorite things, and I always say this to my client, is I'm always a lot of times doing things till failure. I mean, not every single moment. I'm not training like a bodybuilder anymore. Um, I'm not even training like a powerlifter anymore. I kind of reflect deflected from both of those aspects, and I really just train 
for lifestyle and to be healthy. But when I was in that bag of like, okay, I wanted to be a power lifter, I was training crazy. When I got into my bodybuilder bag, oh my God, when I tell you that I would be in literal pain, like crying on sets, because for me mentally, I literally told myself, like going from someone who is incredibly depressed and constantly negatively talking to myself to someone who was like literally in my head like come on like I'm not gonna lie I'm kind of a dickhead to myself to the point where I'm talking to myself I'm like all right come on like one more like don't be a little bitch don't like don't give up don't quit and it sounds harsh but me just talking to myself and motivating myself that way changed so many aspects of my life for me mentally because I really taught myself I don't need anybody else here in order to push myself. And I'm not saying that you should go into the gym and fucking obliterate your body in, into pain. But for me, I don't know I'm growing and I can't tell myself I'm growing if it doesn't like feel that way. Okay, I'm not, I, I don't want to use words you're like, oh my God, like you're, it's, you're in pain or it hurts. But yes and no. For me, when I go to the gym, I know that I'm progressing when my legs are fucking shaking and I can't get another rep. That's when I know. And learning to push myself and my body to those limits has done so much for me. And I will say I've deflected a little bit from that because, like I said, I want to be more healthy now than anything. And I don't want to harm my body. Um, but I, ha- I just it really taught me how to push myself. Men- like I'm, I've mentally become so strong because of the gym. Um, I did, like I mentioned, I stopped training for powerlifting and for bodybuilding and went more into lifestyle training. And that was just because I realized that I was pushing my body a little bit too hard and I wasn't prioritizing rest. So I entered a phase in my life where instead of going to the gym seven days a week, I started implementing things like yoga. Um, I finally started doing cardio. I defla- I was really scared of doing cardio because I felt as though I was going to lose a lot of my body fat and a lot of my weight, but running has become a really important part of my mornings and like my day in general I was running on the treadmill and now that I've moved to Dallas I started running outside I don't run like fucking miles babes that's not gonna happen I run a mile and that's all you're gonna get out of me I really like sprinting that was like my main thing when I ran track in high school for a little bit and I did 100 and 200 100 was a lot of fun for me but 200 was my favorite because I felt as though I had a lot more time to be able to get to the point of like building up speed so I think that's why for me I always stick around the one the one mile range and I'm really trying to like better my pace and stuff like that which allows me to set goals but anyways I'm getting off track um so I just started implementing more things that were tending to my body a lot better um I definitely entered a phase or I had a moment with myself where I felt like I was slacking because when I tell you my strength went down completely when I was training to like be a bodybuilder and like power like it was like an ass it was a cross between powerlifting and bodybuilding because I love deadlifting um you will not see me on a squat rack anymore I promise you that maybe once in a while but hardly ever which is why I gave up like the powerlifting aspect because I also don't bench press I'm not fucking doing that so yeah I the only thing I like to do is deadlift (laughs) so clearly we're not going down the powerlifting route and then also bodybuilding just took a huge fucking toll on my body that I didn't want to deal with anymore but like I said I was literally squatting 225 pounds for reps I was going deadlifting my my PR uh was 295 at a certain point, like, I was doing 225 sets of, like, 12, which I don't even know if I can fucking do that anymore. I'm not going to lie to you. Hackies, I was on, like, five plates for hackies. Each side doubled up 
like double caked up babes i was eating and it used to feel really good but now i've gotten to a point in my training where i'm like yeah we're not doing all that i will i definitely want to be able to lift heavier um than i am now which has allowed me to have that goal again I was hard on myself because I felt like I was restarting. But now that I'm in a new environment and I'm a new, gi- I'm in a new gym, I'm definitely able to work myself up more. But it's really crazy because I've seen more changes in my body from changing my program and not lifting as heavy, but just being more intentional with my lifts. Um, so yeah, I've just gone through a lot of. Sorry, I feel like I'm saying a lot. <laughs> Every time I record, I'm like, "Man, what the fuck is you talking about, girl?" But yeah, it's just my journey has been everywhere for me. So I just really want to be raw and organic because it all correlates and goes back to my mental health. Um, It's been a long two, almost three years when it comes to my fitness journey. But I'm so grateful for it because essentially it has boosted my mental health. It has boosted my confidence in myself. It has been not just like the way that I look physically but mentally the way that I talk to myself the way that I'm able to push myself just the discipline of going to the gym people always ask me like how do you have the motivation to go to the gym I don't I do not I do not have the motivation to show up to the gym every day I just have the discipline because I know that I have to and not because I'm like oh I would just want fat ass but mentally if I don't go I get myself in a rut which I've been caught up in before and then I just stop going in general I took a few months off of the gym to strictly focus on going to yoga and stretching mobility and running and I was going to the sauna all that stuff and it really really helped my body I will say that that's kind of how I stopped lifting as much or as heavy I should say um but in retrospect, when I look back at it, it was completely 100% worth it because allowing my body to rest also allowed my body to grow. So I've just learned a lot from the gym and I've learned a lot from working out and I absolutely love it. I was, like I said, I was an athlete my whole entire life. So coming out of high school and deciding not to go to college to play sports, I really felt very lost and I needed something to do that felt competitive and so competing with myself is my best competition instead of competing with others or being on a team with this and the third I go to the gym and I compete with myself every single day and it's the best feeling ever so for me the gym helped me mentally because it just taught me a lot about myself and it really showed me what I could do it showed me my limits and every day I'm learning more and more and more um I will be so honest there's not every I don't go into the gym every single day and have the best workout or push myself there's sometimes where I go in there and I do two exercises and I'm like this fucking sucks like I'm not having a good time there'll be sometimes where I'll be so dead honest I'm not pushing myself I'm doing hackies and I'm like oh let me get 12 and I'm getting eight because I'm just not there mentally and I'm thinking about a lot of other things um the gym really shows me how much I'm in my head truthfully not always is it like I'm going to the gym I'm like oh my mental health is amazing it actually shows me sometimes how fucked up my mental health is I will go in there and I'll be doing like leg extensions or something and I'll be zoned the fuck out or I'm just like I'm thinking about something that I really shouldn't be thinking about and I should be focusing on my sets but I'm so focused on other things that I'm going through that I'm not performing well and we're all human so it's okay but it really does show me kind of where I'm at and I don't use the gym anymore as an outlet like I'm having a really rough fucking day let me go to the gym and um work out and everything is gonna be better I will have days that I do think that but I'm always quickly reminded that that's not the case like I go to the gym and I'm reminded that I'm not having a good day because I'm thinking about all these things and it just constantly reminds me that this is not a solution um to my problems more so it is a tool but 
again, going back to my mental health, there's other steps that you have to take in order to heal those things, I guess you should, I should say, I don't know the best word for it. Um, but yeah, I know I kind of went off right there, but yeah, the gym man changed my fucking life changed my life and where I am with it right now I'm just really happy like this is the first time in my life I was saying this myself the other day this is the first time in my life where I actually look at myself and I will get emotional because I'm a fucking crybaby but this is the first time in my life that I've ever loved myself and I love my body I love my mind I just I've never looked in the mirror and been happy this summer like every time I go to the pool now I'm like girl don't fucking play with her and I'm not I don't have a fucking fat ass butt yet but I just feel good. I was 106 pounds. I got up to like 130, 135 fluctuating. I want to say right now, I'm probably at like a good 120, 125. I don't know. I haven't weighed myself in a long ass time. That's something that I completely gave up on my fitness journey. I was always looking at weight. And another thing that helped my mental health a lot was just saying, fuck that. And really going based off how I felt looking in the mirror and now I look at myself and I'm so happy with my body obviously I still have goals goals to grow you know I want to grow my legs I want to grow my back I want to grow my butt don't play with her that will never that will I like I want to look like I got a fucking BBL babes and that will always be the goal but I know that I have to take it slow but now the way that I eat like I just smashed an easy 60 grams of protein in like five minutes that is just never the, that was never the case for me like i smashed two turkey burgers covered in fucking guac and salsa and i could actually go back upstairs and eat again i'm not gonna lie and that to me makes me so happy i've talked about it before i really struggled with an, an eating disorder um when i was in high school and there were moments in my life even in my in my 20s when i moved to texas that i went back to those ways and i was really struggling with having a healthy relationship with food um where the gym has really changed that for me the more active that I've gotten the more hungry I've gotten and the better relationship I've had with food and also seeing how healthy food sorry how healthy foods fuel my body um and that's something that I'm really really grateful for and it really does it shows I look like a completely different person than I used to look like when I worked out like I've looked at pictures of myself when I first started my journey and I was fucked up like my hair was trash my skin was trash everything about me was just trash and I know I said I want to give myself compassion but like that's just the dead honest truth I was not taking care of myself I was smoking all the time drinking all the time just not good like talking to myself crazy absolutely I hated myself where now I really look at myself like sometimes I even just like will do my hair and I don't I firmly believe in like, like I don't put a lot of product in my hair um I just like to be natural and drink water and I will do my skincare I use all good molecules like products but I for a long time just was like drinking water eating healthy and I really saw how that affected my body and my like everything like I'll do my hair now and I'm like wow Serena you actually eat right now like your hair is healthy your skin is healthy I'm really big and like not wearing makeup these days like at all unless I'm going out I just talked to my mom about this the other day we're in Sephora and I'm like I literally come to these stores now just strictly for skincare because anytime I wear makeup I feel just gross sometimes it's nice because you want to I do want to feel good and I want to feel like a girl and I want to feel pretty blah blah but I just enjoy the fact that now I feel so comfortable with my skin there were days where I would never ever even think to leave my house without putting on makeup ever never ever ever there were times where I wore makeup to the gym now you could not pay me to do that shit. 
But I'm so comfortable in my skin now that it's really crazy. And it's also not just the fact that I'm eating healthy and going to the gym, but the way that I talk to myself. I'm not the nicest to myself all the time. I'll be honest about that. But mentally, I've become so much stronger that it's easier for me to be. I have more positive days than I do have negative days. So that I give all glory to, I mean, myself, but also the gym. Eats. Changed my life. So I hope that that kind of like, answer my question answer that question or just even that topic for anyone who is curious because I know I just said a lot but my whole journey has just been all over the place um I'm just really grateful looking back and like talking about it now I haven't talked about it in such a long time but I'm picturing in my head what I used to look like and she did not eat at all um but yeah that's my fitness journey how about you I actually just got back from the gym and I had legs and back because I didn't work out yesterday, but it felt really good. And I watched some, I'm working on a mic'd up video. Um, I have all of the things uploaded. I have to edit it. I have like an hour worth of footage, but I was watching back some of the videos and I just was really happy with my body. It's, it's been such a journey, but I've worked really hard. That's the one thing that I will always be able to say is I put myself in a position to push myself in the gym. I don't have someone in my ear telling me to get shit up or this and the third it's just strictly me and I give so much credit to myself for the way that I look now because it's all me right that's 100% hard work that I've put in so I'm really grateful for that I'm really grateful for everything that it's it's done in my life for sure and I'm really just grateful for the community that I've built off of it as well like when I started doing my mic'd up videos I never thought that I was going to get the feedback that I do and I really miss doing them and now that I'm getting back into it I really enjoy it but I missed it it was it that was such a huge part of of like my journey because I was so anxious in the gym that setting up my camera and my tripod with microphones like has boosted my confidence in a like crazy ways people ask me all the time people even come up to me in the gym and be like how do you record or how do you like do mic up videos and you know you don't get like nervous or blah blah and I'm like not anymore I don't give a fuck what people think about me I have the biggest tripod in my fucking gym okay camera microphones I have my phone set up with my microphones recording because my fucking camera doesn't have a outlet for my mics but I just have the whole shebang and I don't give a fuck like, if someone looks at me and they're mad or they're, like, offended by my setup, I'm just like, I don't really know what to tell you. If people are looking at me when I'm talking to my microphone, I don't really give a fuck. I just, it's built my confidence to insane levels because I really did used to think care about what people thought about me. And uh, now I could actually really care less, bibs. Truly. So, yeah. That's my journey in the gymnasio. <sighs> that was a lot. I'm not going to lie. I need to take a little break because I'm really overwhelmed with everything that I just said. Anyways, moving on. The next question that I always get, and this I'm excited to talk about as well, is my journey with God. And basically how I have grown in my relationship with him. And I think that... Nine, to, nine times out of ten when people ask me this, I really do feel as though it's because they're confused on where to start. And so I just want to put this in simplest forms at first to say this. For anyone who's on the other side of this that's listening to this and you feel as though you want to get closer to God but you don't know how, you just simply wanting that is enough in the moment. I posted a scripture today on my story that really means a lot to me because this is something that I'm always saying um, it was Psalms 139 and I'm just going to read verse four before a word is my 
uh, before a word is on my tongue, you, Lord, know it completely. When I first started my walk with God, the biggest thing that I struggled with was feeling as though I didn't know what to say to him. I felt like my prayers weren't good. I felt like my prayers didn't sound like other people's when it came to pastors that I would listen to or people on TikTok. I just felt as though I didn't know how to communicate with him. I actually just said a prayer like an hour ago in the shower and I just felt so congested and so I didn't I'm just having a lot of emotions today and I literally started praying to God and I was like hey I know you know how I'm feeling before I even could get it out so please keep your hand on me please keep me soft and so what I want to say to anyone on the other side of this listening that feels as though they don't know where to start again you just wanting to get closer to him is a big step i pray that you can pray this prayer of just saying to god that you surrender your life to him and that you are open and receptive to a relationship with him the things that you're feeling he already knows if you don't know the words literally just start saying to your yourself just saying thank you god is a prayer thank you god for waking me up today thank you god for the breath in my lungs the ability to walk, talk, hear, taste, like all those little things that we take for granted every single day. That's how I started. I still till this day, wake up in the morning and those are things that I'll write down in my journal when I don't know what I want to pray about or what I need to pray about or I don't have any other words. I'm just thanking him for the things that we think are so simple, but we take for granted. Um, so if you can start anywhere, just like God just wants you to have a relation. He just wants you to talk to him. Something that I heard once that really fucked me up was God is always right there next to us. And there are so many days where I didn't even turn to him and like say hello and just say, hey, God, like, thank you. But he's always right there watching over me, protecting me, guiding me. And I just didn't acknowledge him so many days where now I literally wake up in the morning and I feel disgusting if I don't wake up and say thank you, God, or read his word. Um, And I'm not saying that you have to do it all at once. Like, I know that even just reading the Bible can feel complicated and it can feel overwhelming and you don't know what you're reading or you don't completely understand it and you feel like you never will. I promise you, you will. The more that I read my word and I promise you, I'm not perfect. I don't do it every single day where I'm like reading Job or I'm reading like I'm reading passages and passages I just try and read scriptures and I'm at the point in my journey where I'm trying to remember them because when I can remember scriptures and apply them to my life it feels so powerful it truly does like if I can sit here and say a scripture to you guys it's it just feels so amazing to be able to do that and to be in his word and to know his word um because it's helped me guide myself through through life um so that passage is that verse is something that's really important to me because i feel as though it really reminds you that you don't have to have the perfect words when it's when it comes to coming to god you just need to be open and receptive to his responses and that means that you know you understand that it's not tangible and so you have to look for him in everything um so when people ask me like how i started my journey i truthfully like it sucks because sometimes like oh okay I talked about this in my last podcast I started going to a church called CBC back in San Antonio and when I had exited church one day they were giving away like they were giving out free bibles this was my first bible I ever had well my first bible I ever had actually sorry mistaken when my grandma passed away um and I got some of her things one of the things that I was gifted was her bible but it was in Spanish um 
growing up for a little while, I did go to a Spanish church. My mom, my grandma was from Cuba and she really didn't really speak really good English, but she would pray with me and she would always pray in Spanish. And she, yeah, I don't want to talk about that because I'll get emotional. Um, but that was my first Bible technically. So this was my first like English Bible. And I really didn't know where to start when I got it. So I remember going on Google and I was like, what should the, what is the first, like, where should I start when reading the Bible? And a lot of the responses that I had gotten was to read John. And I just remember being at work one morning and opening up my Bible and feeling so incredibly confused. I started reading John and I'm not going to lie. I was like, bro, what's like actually going on right now? Like, I feel as though I don't understand what I'm reading I felt lost. I felt disgusting, honestly, because I felt as though like I really just had no hope and I was kind of nervous for my journey. Um, But the more that I got into reading my word, reading it in the morning, highlighting things, writing things down, journaling with it, I started seeing so many revelations in my life. And I was able to use a lot of scriptures and a lot of stories in in the Bible and relate them to my life. And it brought me so much peace. One thing that I always experienced was like, I would always pray for God to reveal himself to me. And when I would read certain things in the Bible, I would always want them to stick. And there would be certain moments in my life where I would read the Bible and revel- like I would not be having revelations. Like I didn't know what I was reading. Nothing was really like I wasn't understanding things. And what I learned on my journey that I want to share with you guys is that he's not going to continue to bring you revelations or new passages that you understand and that stick to you and apply to your life until you start appreciating the ones that he's already brought to you. Um, and that means more than just reading something and being like, oh, okay, cool. I get what he's saying, but also applying it to your life and using a lot of those things to bring you peace. Because when I tell you, I would read the same scriptures over and over again and be like, I'm not getting a revelation. I don't feel like I have something to talk about. I don't feel like I have anything to share with others when it comes to him because he's not really speaking to me but he was (laughs) and not just through his word but just in general i had to sit with myself and say savannah you want to continue to have more revelations and him speak to you but you're not even applying the one that he's already give the ones he's already given to you to your life so if i could recommend anything when reading the bible i do recommend starting in john um just because it was just like the beginning of everything and so that is my word of advice to you there but also just in in to give you comfort i want you to understand that no relationship with god is perfect and he doesn't expect it to be perfect he just wants you to come to him and to surrender your life to him and to trust him and understand that walking with him is not easy i had a conversation with a good friend yesterday shout out to my girl danny um I was having a like really hard mental day yesterday and I didn't really want to talk to anybody about it, but she had randomly sent me a post on Instagram and I just had to send her a voice message because there was so much reassurance in what she had sent me and we immediately got into talking about just attacks from the devil and the way that walking with God is not easy. I wake up some days and sometimes I feel guilty saying it that like, I do question him sometimes and I do question my faith because it really is hard. Like I have day and it's the wor- those are my lowest days. And I know that there is I know for a fact it's an attack on the devil because I will one day just be go from like 
thank you, God. You're so good to me. Even when I'm confused, even when I'm lost, even when I don't have all the things that I want, you show up in my life and you remind me that I am protected. I am divinely guided and I'm loved. And then there's days when I wake up and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what is actually going on? And I'm like, I'm praying to you, but I'm not here. It's hard to walk with God every single day because not every single day are you going to have a revolution revelation not every single day are you going to have a new potent blessing that you're looking for but what you need to look for in every single day is the little things and that's what I struggle with and that's when I get anxious and that's when I start questioning a lot of things and this is me just being completely honest there's never a time where I'm saying like oh like is God real no I know that he's real but sometimes I just am confused on whether or not he is is listening to me and I have those thoughts, but I have to remind myself and I have godly relationships and friendships around me that remind me that I am like he's here and he has my hand and he just wants me to trust that. What I always say, and I think I said it on my last podcast was God loves everybody unconditionally, but he does not trust everybody. So if you want God's unconditional trust, you have to just confide in him at all times. So when I'm in low moments like that, I know it's an attack on the devil because I am doing God's work. And this is something that Danny said to me yesterday and that shit had me fucking crying. But I know that I am doing God's work. I'm spreading his name. I'm spreading his glory. I'm bringing people closer to him. People have told me that they started going to church because of me, that they got baptized because of me. They want to start talking to God because of me. And I'm not saying that to glorify myself, but I'm saying it because I know that I'm doing his work, which I've prayed for. I've prayed for God to always be at the tip of my tongue, to use me to start speak life into people to guide people and whatever magnitude that he wants it to be at so i know that the attacks from the devil are going to be so much greater and so much potent more potent in my life and the one thing that he's going to attack is my faith and my voice because those are the things that god is using in me and it's really hard sometimes but even saying that out loud right now i am reminding myself and speaking life back into myself because i'm assured and reassured that the things that make me feel anxious and scared is not god And those are the things that he wants me to take to him because he wants to reverse them. He wants to remove those things from me. I constantly pray for God to have his hand on my heart, to have his hand on my mind, on my body, my soul, everything. Because sometimes when I don't know what to say, when the devil is really getting at me, like getting me good, I just need God to like pull through for me. And he always does. But it's a lot of work on our end too. For me, knowing God is getting closer with him and it is reading scripture. It is praying more. It's writing prayers down. It's praying for others. It's talking about him and being comfortable talking about him because there's no right way to do it. You know, so you guys can ask me all the time. You can ask me a million questions on, well, how do you get closer to God? And how do you do this? And how did you start reading the Bible? And blah, blah, blah. And I can tell you, but it doesn't mean that your journey is going to look like mine. And it doesn't have to. He doesn't expect it to. You shouldn't expect it to. There's no perfect way to get closer to God. He just wants you to want it and to, to go through it. Like so another thing me and Danny were talking about was that we go through spiritual warfare a lot of times and it's not easy because of the environment that we were in, are in. I remove myself from an environment, and this is nothing against anyone in my life, but I remove myself from an environment that was really taxing on my faith because I was drinking a lot. I was smoking a lot. I was not comfortable talking out loud about God and any moment that I felt like when I tell you I'll get in the car with my mom and we'll listen to worship and it means the world to me because that to me is comfort and that to me is like I'm I can be myself so anytime I'm put in a place where I feel like I can't talk about God or I can't like just 
ex- like have my relationship with him wherever it feels taxing to talk about God. I cannot have that. And so a lot of times we go through spiritual warfare because we're in environments that don't allow us to be full in our faith. Um, and that's something that I had to learn. And this doesn't mean that I can't be friends with people who don't believe in God. But if I don't feel comfortable in like saying like, yeah, like this is my like and talking about it, that's a problem. But I can honest to God say that I don't have anyone in my life right now or around me that I don't feel like I can't be open or open about my faith with anyone that I'm close to now that I like genuinely love and care for. I pray over them constantly. I can reference God to them. I can send them Bible verses. I can send them podcasts about God. I can send them worship songs or whatever. And I never feel judged or uneasy about it and that's what I've constantly prayed for with him is to be surrounded by stuff like that even with my family so for me I just am in such a more comfortable place now that even though yeah sometimes I still go through spiritual warfare but it's not the same as before something that I really struggled with especially that I had a lot of spiritual warfare with was temptation not even funny like I was literally in the gym today and I was like wow I've really come a long way because I would go to the gym before and I'd be like "Ooh, who's in here today like what men are gonna like be looking good and like who's my new gym crush like what did he shot it I don't do that anymore sometimes here and there I'll be honest like I see some people in the gym I'm like oh he's kind of fine but I'm not looking for him all the time or where is he or is he following me is he looking at me like I don't give a fuck but before I would really lead into temptation especially like when I became single when I moved like and I was exploring just options and dating whatever and I'm not saying that that's wrong but I wasn't I wasn't fulfilling myself with relationships that were based around and built on God that's friendships platonic but also intimate relationships and so that's something that I've completely canceled out of my life and even though it's put me in a position where that's spiritual warfare too just feeling lonely and feeling as though like well I want love and I want to have this in my life but it's not coming. But I've also created peace around that because I pray to God for the kind of person that I want to be with. And I know that if this person is not around me or like if it's not ready for me and God has not found that person fit for me, even though I know it exists and he, I know that he has it for me, like maybe he's working on them. Maybe I just haven't met them yet. Like whatever the case may be, he's preparing for me what I talk to him about. And so me trying to rush that is not attainable, but also I'm not closing myself off. So if I start, you know, talking to someone or getting to know someone, that's okay. But I'm not going to have sex with you if we're not, we don't have the same intentions. I'm not going to like lay my head where you lay your head or you lay, like, I'm not going to give that my energy to that anymore because then I feel like I am going against God and what he wants for me. I cannot be half in and half out. And that's something that I was before. I was very hot and cold. I was like very lukewarm in God. I would talk about him. I would pray. I would just be thanking him for all the blessings in this and the third. But you have no idea how much you can have it all and feel that way. You have no idea how much more God has for you when you are all in with him. And so my journey right now is just trying to not be lukewarm with God and just being completely in full throttle like him and his word and what he has created for me to be and being confident in that and being confident in the fact that whatever is meant for me whoever is meant for me platonically and intimately they're going to understand that for me at this point I feel like if you come forward to me and you know that you don't believe in God or you're not in the same walking in the same like faith or light as me I'm kind of a little bit disrespected because I'm very open about it and you know it doesn't you don't have to be perfect but if you're not even willing to grow in that aspect I feel disrespected 
because I'm not, and that's just me internally because there's just no fucking way, babes. You know what I'm saying? There's just no fucking way. So for me, that's just been a huge part of my journey. And so when people ask me questions, it's like, I have to say all this because I say all of it to say this, it's not easy and it's not going to look like my journey. Your journey is not going to look like anybody else's journey. But if I can give you any advice, it's just that you have to ask yourself, are you ready to have more than a superficial relationship with God, a subpar relationship with God? Are you ready to be more than just lukewarm? Because you can't be one foot in, one foot out. And I will always be so incredibly honest. I have been that way up until this point. There's still some days where I'm just like, Savannah, you're like, what's going on here? Like you're feeding into things that you know God does not want for you and that are going against his plans for you. And so anytime that I do that, I feel like I suck myself back into this like isolation, which is not a bad thing all the time. I used to think of like being isolated and being alone and like being in a solitude was like a bad thing. And it used to make me feel lonely. But a lot of times God is calling that onto us because he wants us to get closer with him and to start asking him to reveal reveal things to us that we need to see in order to have the life that we want and that we pray for it's so easy to wake up every day and say oh yeah i pray to god for this and the third and he's giving me this and blah blah, blah woo, woo. but you have no idea how much more he has for you and that, that god is always going to be with you he's never going to punish you for being who you are but it's just amazing to think sometimes how much you could really have when you're all in with him and so that's just been my goal lately because i've prayed about so many things and there's sometimes where i sit here and i'm like why don't i have this yet you like anything you put on my heart I know you're and I'm talking to him right now like for real like I'm talking to you guys and I'm also talking to him like anything you've put on my heart I know that that's meant for me you didn't put it on my heart for no reason you've already showed me things and made me feel things that I know are for me why am I not why do I not have them yet and the only answer that he gives to me and that I know is because there's something that I'm not doing there's a part of me that's still lukewarm There's a part of me that's still battling. And the only thing that I can pray, and I will pray it right now, is that I surrender everything to him. And I want him to seep into any area of my life in which he is not. And that's a prayer that I pray over people that I even know and love. My friends, I always pray to God. I say, like, I pray that he keeps his hand on my family and my friends. And I pray that he seeps into the areas of their life where he is needed. And he's needed everywhere. So in anywhere where he someone is lacking in their relationship with God I always pray that he fills those areas and everyone sees different like he seeks everyone completely different people always seek him differently but we cannot wake up every day and just continue to ask him for things and then wonder why we're not getting them but we're lukewarm say swear say fucking swear sorry I hate when I swear and I'm talking about God but like he already knows me you know how I get and I be telling myself that too like I'll do certain things and be like oh God already knows me and like he does like we're cool we're locked in but there's still some things you can't do Savannah like I'll be so honest like one thing that I've never talked about but I'll be so honest about it like I was okay like I've not slept with a million bajillion people let's just get that clear but after being in a relationship for almost seven years when I got out of that relationship I was like yo I'm ready to like what it do you know what I'm saying and so when I had first moved to Texas that's when I just started experiencing other people but I realized I am too much of a lover girl to be doing that shit because now I had sex with you and now I love you. <laughs> Say swear. Say swear. So when God put that, and I would like think like, okay, like I am giving you a part of me. I thought we had a relationship. Like what's going on? And I would cry and I would beg God, like what the fuck am I doing wrong? And he really showed me very quickly that these meaningless relationships I was having were never going to fulfill me. 
and it was never that was that's never the kind of person that I was built to be and I made a hard truth video about this the other day because that was always something that made me feel so indifferent and felt made me feel as though I just was going to struggle forever was the fact that my heart was so big and the way that I love people was just it just didn't feel worldly and I'm not that's something that I will say confidently I am not of this world and that is okay I'm not of this world in a sense that like I don't want to be here I am not of this world in the sense that I know the being and the person that I am is not meant for just anybody and the love that I have to give is not meant for just anybody and it's only become more potent with growing my relationship with God and I'm always reminded of this and I'm so thankful and this is another thing that I say mentally I've changed because I never talked about myself this kind and this soft but the amount of people that I have in my life that remind me and thank me every day for the person that I am and for the life that I speak into them I know that I'm not just regular degler I called one of my friends yesterday and I was like honestly to be honest in the most humble way possible like I'm kind of that girl like I'm kind of her and God has always put that on my heart, but it's just like walking in it now and walking in it with him. It's like, I'm not that girl just because you go on my Instagram and I look good. I'm that girl because you go on my Instagram and I'm going to speak a word that's going to help you be a better person. And whether it's his word or just something that's on my heart, I'm here to help people and to bring life and light to people. And that's something that I've prayed for him to like, I've always prayed to God for him to use me and like when I didn't know what where my life was going I just prayed for God to use me in ways that I could help other people because that's always been something I'm so passionate about and the way that he uses me every single day and like mind you I don't get paid for shit that I do I don't get paid for my podcast I don't get paid for my Instagram posts my TikToks none of it what I do for people and how I make people feel is priceless to me when I tell you that God will use you he we are here to serve we are meant to serve and that is when you know, when you serving God is serving others. And I've said this before. So for me, it's priceless. I've never been about money. And I know that there will be a point in my life where God has put this on my heart. I know I will be financially blessed and financially abundant, but I would, I want him to do whatever he has to do in my life to prepare me to be there and show me that the things that I do for the sake of him for free is so much more potent and abundant than what I would do for a financial price. And so that's another thing that we have to also be trusting into our hardships that feel hard, whether you're like listening to this and you're struggling mentally, you're struggling financially, whatever the case may be, call on him, first of all. And second of all, understand that he's not punishing you ever. Nothing in your life is a punishment. It is all a lesson. And when you learn to have to have grace and peace in those things, I promise you, you have no idea where you'll end up mentally. There are days where I've had like nothing in my fucking bank account. And I'm just like, well, you know what? Just like he said in the Bible, the seven daily, like seven pieces of daily bread, babes. And every day he's provided to me what I needed in that day. I don't need to worry about tomorrow because it's not here yet. I just need to worry about the day that I am living in. And God always provides, whether it is financially mentally something on your heart a new revelation whatever it is he always provides and you have to have trust in that and that's the part where I say that it's not easy yesterday I struggled because I'm like bro there's things that I've prayed for and hard and I'm like this just doesn't feel right like yes yesterday I honestly just had a day where I was not mentally okay like I was in a hole even today I just like 
I don't know. Like I've been going through things that, yeah, like it hurts, but I've also prayed for God to reveal things to me. And so when he reveals those things to me, I have to remember that these are things that I prayed for, but I have to continue to trust in him even when those things happen, because it's not him again, going against me and trying to hurt me. It's him protecting me. And that to me is more meaningful than anything. Um, so I know I kind of just went off for a second, but for anyone on the other end of this listening, I just want to pray over you again. Like I prayed in the last episode, because it feels so very necessary. If you're listening to this and you're going through anything, whether it's struggling with building relationship with God, struggling with building relationship with yourself, if you're feeling lost, if you feel as though you're never going to find love, if you feel as though you're not surrounded by people who love you, if you feel as though you're alone, you're in solitude, you're in isolation, I just want to pray over you. And I just pray that God continues to bless you and reveal himself to you. And I pray that he continues to keep his hand on you, your mind, your soul, everything that you need to be. I pray that he gives you peace of mind. I pray that he gives you a sound mind, uh, reassurance and constant love and support. And I just pray that he blesses you with the person that is meant for you, with a person that shows you unconditional love, that shows you that everything that you've been hoping and wishing for is real and it exists. And I just pray that he brings life to you. I pray that you become more confident. I pray that you become more boastful. And I just pray that you continue to serve the people around you in the way of which you're meant. And just know that whatever it is that's meant for your life, what's on your heart, you're not crazy you're not crazy. Anything that's on your heart, it is from God. Anything that's from formed in confusion is not from God. Anything that's built on fear is not love. And I just pray for your ability to release the things that are not meant for you and to go forward fully in the things that are meant for you. I pray that you continue to pray for guidance and peace. And I just pray that he continues to give you guidance and peace and peace of mind. You are divinely guided and you are divinely protected and you are divinely loved unconditionally, he might not trust you completely with your blessings, but I promise you, you can get to a point where his trust is also unconditional, but it takes work just like anything else in our life. Um, I know I kind of just went off for a little bit, but that just felt completely necessary. Um, This episode is probably a little bit longer than any of my others, but I just felt really compelled to say all of those things and I hope that it really does help someone and it reaches someone. And if you ever have any questions when it comes to just the word or god or anything i just pray that you guys continue to reach out to me and use me in whichever ways are fit for you that you need help because i am here to help you um and i just pray that my voice reaches somebody today i love you guys so much i'm not gonna lie i'm really thirsty right now so i'm gonna have to end this but i just really hope that this is another episode that's able to help or reach anyone in a positive manner i'm so proud of you if no one's told you today I'm proud of you for just existing. I'm proud of you for continuing to wake up every day and continuing to keep moving forward because I know how it feels to want to wake, not wake up. I know how it feels to not want to be here. I know how it feels for things to just feel so hard and so heavy, but I just pray that God keeps your heart soft and I pray that he keeps your mind clear. Like when I say sound mind, that means he's just, there's nothing else in there but him. I pray that he removes your worries, your anxieties, and that you trust in him with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and just in all your ways, submit to him and surrender your life to him. If that's a choice that you make today, I just want you to know that I'm so incredibly proud of you, but I'm proud of you in general just for just for being here and just for existing because this is literally your first time here ever on earth and you're we're all figuring it out so please don't be too hard on yourself please give yourself grace love compassion if you do anything right now please give yourself a big giant hug because i'm sending you love and forehead kisses and big giant squeezes um 
thank you again for listening if you've listened this far and for tuning in and for always supporting me and loving me and i just hope that this podcast is something that we can literally take to the moon because it gives me so much joy and all of your feedback is always so meaningful to me so thank you guys so much again for listening i don't know when the next episode is going to be but at this rate babes i might be dropping one once a week but don't hold me to that like i always say thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you in the next episode bye